It's pretty anyway, baby. Give me a number, I'll call you up. Don't act like a pussy, don't interrupt. <laughs> but I got a little problem when you're, you're not, not fucking, fucking me. me. Baby, you know I take, take care, care of you. And you I know, know it, it ain't true. true. <laughs> Good to worse. Put away your pistols. Put away your this house. Common voice. Common voice. Dummy. My money. Hey, daddy. Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Say hey. I remember listening to this on the bus. To go to school? Yeah. Because it was on the radio. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Back when they let the cool stuff on the radio. Because <laughs> it was made for you. Yeah. All right. Ready to go. I think we're recording it all. Let's do it. All right. One, two. This is Seesaw Brad, formerly known as Salty Brad. You're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Narmistar, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La, AKA De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, or Loco, also that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El Hombre de Gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and track suit poppy. <laughs> I didn't know you actually had the fucking written down in the thing. Like that's a read. This is the first time I see that. That's all sly. Yeah? <laughs> so smooth. I'm sorry for blowing your cover with everyone. And I look over on his little screen he's got, and he's like, "I'm like, oh shit." It's like fuck, he's got like bars on there. This is your little writing pad and your iPad. Yeah, I'm not like Drake. I don't have a billion blackberries. <laughs> Just yeah. Where other people get to write his bars. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. That's not even alleged anymore. It's for real. <laughs> Drake, and it's fine, Drakey Allegedly. Poo. Drakey Poo, it's fine. A lot of people out there get their stuff written as well. You know? Well, let's not go down that hole. All right. <laughs> Just staring off. Uh, how was your week? Uh, week was pretty good. Um, nine to five. Homie Cheyenne's in town. So we hung out with uh, him and my brother. Uh, I just had a couple of beers and just caught up. He's here for the weekend, so, and uh, yeah, just hoping it gets warmer. <laughs> I'm kind of tired of the cold already. I mean, yeah, you just set yourself up for disappointment. Yes, like I keep thinking like that, and I'm like, it's still February. Like, yeah, we're not even not even in March. March. Yeah, it snowed, yeah. it snowed last night, so yeah, so it's, it's tough because it's uh, that fall spring. Yeah, the, the fall spring <laughs> got you tripping the, already. The second winter coming. <laughs> 
but it happens all the time people and people are like oh it's 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 over you know people's like like bears coming out I of like people the planting shit posted yeah. it on instagram like oh and, okay uh, that's gonna die soon <laughs> you know so i mean there's been snow on peavine this is <laughs> questionable destroyers out yeah, there. Yeah, until you see like Peavine clear, uh what's the other one? Um I forgot what other hill. But once they all get cleared out, then it slowly starts to come. Or or like May. Like <laughs> if it's like the middle of May, beginning of May, you can like plant your stuff if you're going to start them inside. Mm-hmm. Cuz then like once they're big, you know, big enough, you can like in June you can go take them outside. Look at Sean the green thumb. I I'm reading I got <laughs> I got two books on uh, gardening for Christmas. And I'm taking a master class on it right now. <laughs> what do you guys know? What do you know about that? I know nothing about that. See? Got the, I got the... We're on like... We got three different stages of compost going uh, right yeah. now. Just, uh, yeah. I, I just know succulents and bamboo hard to kill. So that's what I got. Dude, we have so many fucking houseplants now. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Uh, I don't even know. I've lost track. Probably over 15. Because we're in like this plant club of the month. And you'll get some. You get one once a month. So Yeah. How was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, Salutes to Katie Bacham and Damien since <laughs> we forgot to mention them, and she mm-hmm. reminded us. And since she just texted me, I'll say it texted us. Yeah. <laughs> Salutes to you guys. Yeah, the Ockers <laughs> out there from Reno, living in LA now. Yes, but uh, yeah, week was fine. Uh, got a couple more new kids at the school, so uh, it's more like teaching again. Like it's pretty cool. I have a student intern again this semester, even though like she's getting her like masters in history and like used to teach in California but yeah because Nevada's dumb but she started like <laughs> teaching this week so she's it's cool because she's like 45 has yeah. kind of taught already was already a long-term sub at the school so uh that's cool got that going on and I uh, got a couple more cool students who you know just trying to uh grind out some credits like one kid hit me up like hey man like, I, I finished my class. Can you, like, make sure you mark it? And I was like, yeah. Like, I looked. And I'm like, he had, like, finished it the night before at, like, 5. It's like he's already, like, because. He wants to go to the next one. Yeah, he's got to get the next one done. And I was like, good for you. Like, this, this is cool. So. It's, especially where you're at, it's good to see kids that are, you know, excited to, like, get out of there and, you know, go forward. Make the best of their situation. Yeah, and do stuff faster. And, you know, like, it's just some, some kids on some hard luck sometimes where you're at. Yeah, they make bad choices mm-hmm. or just they make choices that lots of other kids make, but for whatever reason, uh, it doesn't work out for them. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Like, they do, it, like people look at these kids, but I'm like, you're such a fucking hypocrite because you were doing the exact same, same thing. Same hood, hood rat shit. When mm-hmm. you were in high school, you just didn't get caught and or the consequences aren't what they are now. Like, yeah. Or you were fucking rich or <laughs> white and Privileged. like didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... It's uh, you know, it is what it is, but you know, kind of getting back to normal. Yeah, you don't have a question of the week for us? Some no, I some, didn't. some weird sandwich, hot dog stuff. Or? I didn't. I couldn't think of one last night, and uh, currently, because I'm a little lost in the sauce, my <laughs> mind is blank. <laughs> All right, but we do have some nice topics this week, though, to discuss. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, damn it, I can't. Yeah, no question of the week. Hmm. Hmm. Can I think of one real quick? Yeah. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Is a ha- is a hazy IPA just an unfiltered IPA? Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. All right, <laughs> no beer questions. Yeah. Um. So uh, Dave Chappelle, like, have you seen? He's got two specials he's put out mm-hmm. only on Netflix. Like the first one was in November, and it was like 
20 minutes long and he's just talking about how like Comedy Central and Viacom screwed him over uh, back in 2004. Like he just uh, described like the whole process of like signing contracts and like them being able to use your likeness and your name in perpetuity anywhere in the universe. Like, and he's like, this is the actual fucking language in the contract. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. And then he's like, do you know why Prince called himself the artist when he changed his name and came back? And he was like, it's because that's what it says in our contracts. We're called the artist. And he mm. just talks about how Hollywood, like they like promise you all these things and he does it in this brilliant way. So he tells the story of like uh, when he was still a young comic, living in New York City, super poor, and he's like, I got a bad bitch come to see me from Philadelphia. I'd met on tour, <laughs> but I only had sixty dollars for the weekend. And he's like, so you know, like it's in New York City. Like I got a bad bitch coming. How yeah. am I? What am I gonna do? And he's like, I saw you know this one of the guys on the court playing three card Monty. You know, you like put the card and you flip them. Like, and they shuffle them and they, shuffle you got to find, find your card. And he's like, I saw one of these guys doing it. And I was watching them. There's all these people. And some people are winning. Some people are losing. They're hooting and hollering. And I noticed that the card, like the card has like just a little bitty tiny bend in the corner. Mm-hmm. The card you're trying to pick. So I watched this and I'm like, I'm going to go over there and win. And this is what he, he says. He takes his money, walks over there. He's like, I'll play. Throws the sixty dollars down Damn. and watches him play. You know, he's like, I'm watching the bi- the cart, the bend. Like watching, watching, watching. As soon as he stops, I was so confident. I went and I was like, that one. And he flipped it over, and it was the black card, not the red card. Yeah. And he was like, couldn't. He was like, I was so mad. I couldn't believe I lost my sixty dollars. So I like, you know, walked away and kind of just watched him for a long time. And he real. He's like, I realized that all the people that were playing and and winning. And sitting there and yelling, were all they were all in on it, and they were all this guy's friends. Mm-hmm. So I saw he he saw someone else walk up to do it, and stopped the guy, and he's like, "I was young, you know." Like, I told him, "I was like, fuck that, like don't waste your money." And he's like, the guy stood up and he was huge, way bigger than me, and snatched me up. And he's like, when he saw how scared I was, his eyes went went from hard to soft, and he was like, "Young man, never get in the way of somebody's money." And he's like, I learned a super valuable lesson. But then he's like, when you're sitting at, you know, with your lawyer in front of all these agents and people, like, you know, signing these contracts, and he's like, what I realize is they tell you, you know, it's all a good deal, but he's like, what if they're all in on it too? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's what it's like. And that's how you sign a contract. He's like, you know, I was, a, I was expecting father who was broke. Like, what was I supposed to exactly, do? Exactly, yeah. He's, you know, he's like, they get you in these situations and it's all leverage. And that's why, you know, and he's like, so when I left the show, they didn't pay me anything. And he's like, go look. If you work for that company now, go look at the books. They didn't pay me anything for all. The, and he's like, look how much money the show made them and look what they paid me. And he's like, the problem with Americans is we don't know where our power lies. And he's like, my power lies in you. And he's like, your power lies in each other. He's like, I'm not coming out here to ask them to pay me money. I'm telling you to boycott me. And he's like, I d- if you fucks with me, <clears throat> if you fucks with me, boycott my show. He's like, you can keep HBO Max. You can keep uh, watching Netflix CBS. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I like not going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't watch my show. So that was in November, 
And then, like, after that, he, like, called Netflix and told him, like, because Netflix was about to play his show mm-hmm. and told him what was going on. He's like, that was how it made him feel. And the president of the CEO of Netflix, like, was like, cool. We'll, wait we'll, we'll take mm-hmm. the show off the air. Like, we'll take it off. And he's like, HBO never got back to me. Well, he's like, <clears throat> you know, he told him, like, we can work with each other and we can move forward together or I can take that from you. And I'm going to take it from you by going to where, knowing where my power lies. So the Netflix was cool. So many people stopped watching HBO. He's like, you guys. So in the second one, he comes out and he's like, you made it worthless to them. So he's like, Viacom, CBS reached out to him, paid him his money. And then now he gets paid for the show when it's played, you know, like he gets royalties and shit. And and he's like, and I got my name back because he's like, I thought about making another show. He's like, I wouldn't even be able to use my name or call it Chappelle show. And he's like, I got my name back. I got my, you know, my rights back. They paid me money that they never paid me. And he's like, you know, he's like, that's why I fucks with Netflix because all I had to do for them was ask. And they, Mm -hmm. they said it yes right away. And he's like, Viacom, it's been, he's like, I've been waiting for 16 years to say this, but it's been a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> and Viacom, they own so much. They're like this huge conglomerate. They own like all the MTVs. CBS. CBS. Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. They're, I think, uh, yeah, they just own so And they're so part much. of like another huge umbrella company. Yes. Like this, you know, this company is billions and billions of dollars. And he made them millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, so it's just... If if Dave Chappelle can get fucking played by this industry and screwed over, like what hope does like the average person have? Like all he did is like all I did I didn't want to do my show anymore and look what they did to me. He's like they spread rumors about me, they said I was crazy, they said I smoked crack, and they didn't like I made them hundreds of millions of dollars and they wouldn't pay me a cent just because I quit. Like I had already done work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like uh I listen to a lot of Sway in the morning, and he's like a for Viacom, and he's like, it it was hard getting the deals that he got, and he's able to do whatever he wants, and he's like, it's just so hard because you know they have all the power, yeah, they have all the lawyers, they have you know, and you just got to know you're out, they're after you and your talent, and that is your leverage yourself. But like his specials are so good because. He's not even like telling jokes half the time. He's just spitting fucking games. <laughs> it's the truth. Like it's so, and he's yeah. so passionate, and like the the way he tells the stories is amazing. So, and it, like you know, like and it shows you the, how companies are. Like I was impressed with Netflix. You know, you didn't hear mm-hmm. about that, and they didn't publicize it. They he told that story. Like Netflix could have made a huge deal because you know people were like boycott Netflix. Yeah. By the time that hashtag boycott Netflix thing had started they had already agreed to take it off it was hbo max that was going to keep it on mm-hmm. so it's it's yeah and it's just the like power of pe- people always talk shit about social media yeah and then like corporations like they don't give a shit about the little guy like he said know? americans don't realize their power mm-hmm. lies in themselves all you fucking people in texas listening who are like mm-hmm. who got screwed over in the cold and everything i hope you guys vote in local elections like start organizing all you people listening like mm-hmm. organize Go out there and make a difference. Like your power lies with each other. Yeah. Like power that's that's why they say it. Power to the people. Yes. And what's funny with organization, the next topic is all the DoorDash people, there's this hashtag called decline now. So what they're doing is they're getting everyone 
because who dr- of the drivers the drivers so the drivers they're they're declining the order because there's no there's not a lot of money but when they decline it and it comes back again there's more money so it incentivizes them to you know everyone to decline and then they get the next one and which is more money and they, there's like a tip or something but it's just like because you know they don't get paid much to drive around all the time and no insurance no nothing there's like self-employed so there's like this thing going on hashtag decline now and they all the uh, DoorDash, they just decline that first one, maybe the second one too, until the price is feasible for them. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, it's just because they don't—they just pay them nickels, you know. Once again, and all these companies make them self-employed, so they're like ten ninety-nine. So they can't. So they don't they, have to pay them benefits. Yeah, they don't even need to pay them minimum wage. They don't need to uh, have them get health insurance or nothing because they're self-employed. Uh, as a 1099 self-employed person, you're supposed to take care of that yourself. And like the problem is the amount of money. Like again, when all like whenever these things come up with labor, the problem is the amount of money these companies are making mm-hmm. versus what they're paying. Exactly. Because sometimes it's like a dollar or two just to like drive. Well, like the fee you know? and like what, so yeah, what they're making compared to like what DoorDash mm-hmm. is charging, there's a huge gap. Yes. And they that's what, like most service workers. So mm-hmm. all you service workers, they rely so much on tips. Yes. Like I used to drive for Lyft and like what you were making, like it was good. Like cause it wasn't that many drivers, so it was good when mm-hmm. I was doing it. But like you made so much more from the tips than you did actual like the, the trips. And other countries don't need to worry about that. Like an average service person, like you go to France or England or anything like that, they get paid like what the average minimum wage is and they don't have to rely on tips that's why you don't need to tip them yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's just the, the fucked up uh bullshit of this country like yeah economics just yeah and then another another thing like uber now in the uk they just passed it where now they have to pay a minimum wages uh holiday pay and things like that now so, like the thing is, like the the cost to us, the customer is minimal. It's, yeah. We're talking like a like a buck or two per thing, like you know, per like a dollar or two per like twenty to twenty five dollars. Like mm-hmm. it's not like the the customer's not going to notice it, but like the people who are working are going to make and notice a huge difference. Yes, and the so, company's just not going to make as much money. They'll still make a shitload of money, but not as much as they want. You know, people don't understand the concept of a billionaire is only possible by exploiting the shit out of so many people. It's Yeah, what's that one episode you we like did the math? Where... It was like if you made $100,000 a year tax free, like you would have to work like 2000 something years straight <laughs> just to get a billion dollars. And these people have like hundreds of billions. <laughs> yes. So that means every month they're making so much money off the little guy once again. Yeah, I might have a stat here. It's just so crazy. And yeah. people argue about it like the ways like the minimum wage for $15 thing started in like 2012, 2010, <laughs> so long ago. Might be even before that. It might have been like 2008. And now that by the time they're do finally starting to do it in like two, 2021, 2022, 2023, like it won't even make a difference because it took so long. Yeah, I saw this thing where it's like minimum wage is like what seven twenty five federal one, 
and the Big Mac was, you know, like five bucks. And now it's like almost like 10 bucks for the meal and still minimum wage is like the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not, you know, and that's how that's how I kind of see like traveling wise. I see how much like a Big Mac is there, how much like a, co- a cup of coffee is and how much like a beer is to kind of like get a good glimpse of, you know, average stuff. How it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's disappointing that. I don't know. I like people are brainwashed. Like people, capitalism has got people brainwashed. Like people yeah. start. We're joking that it's a death cult. It is. Like you, all these people in Texas. You, if you haven't realized, like all this shit benefited people, and you're suffering. Like they, you're just a fucking. You're just a acceptable risk. <laughs> yes. Like all of us are just acceptable risks in some fucking cost analysis. Mm-hmm. On some ledger somewhere for some huge corporation. So many of the things we do, like we like the pandemic has proven, like we are all fucking expendable. Like, yeah, they just, like they will. They're not going. These some of these people will sacrifice your fucking life so that they don't have to change anything about theirs. And we're just we're just numbers or tallies on a piece of paper, and that's it. Like, they sacrificed hi- half a million people. Rather than just sh- shut down the country for like six weeks in the springtime, <laughs> like literally, mm-hmm. w- all of these countries around the if if everyone had just shut down, hundreds of thousands of lives would be saved. Yeah, and they yeah. couldn't do it. They mm-hmm. couldn't do it. If you were like worldwide shut down six like six weeks, like sure, not everyone's gonna do it, but just and like pay people. Mm-hmm. Or even if they've done individual countries. They're arguing right now. Like, if you make more than $50,000, you shouldn't get that $1,400 check. Some people are arguing <laughs> against that. Like, you you people out there that have, make $50,000 a year, uh, which is nothing. I don't even make that much money. Which is nothing. nothing. I've been yeah. fucking working my job. I barely make that. I don't make it. Yeah. And they were saying that is too much money to get anything from the fucking stimulus. <laughs> like, you're too well off. Meanwhile, the po- the po- it's like not even twice the poverty lo- like, oh, dude. So, here's the thing. Like, let's say you have a super good job <laughs> that pays a hundred dollars an hour. Hundred dollars an hour. Woo, woo. Anyone would take that. And let's say you you have to work a lot. You work ten hours a day, five days a week. So that's a thousand dollars a day, five thousand dollars a week, uh-huh. two hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. It would take you working that tax free completely 4,167 years to make a billion dollars. Dang. If you like, <laughs> like, if you're making, for the sake of argument, 25 million a year, you could live a life of extreme luxury. Even then, it would take you 40 years of spending none of that money to amass a single billion dollars. There are multi-billionaires out there. <laughs> yes. And they just want more money. No one needs yeah. that amount of money. It's obscene and fucking ridiculous. And none of you are ever going to make it in any <laughs> honest fucking way without if like if your goal mm-hmm. is to be a billionaire, you must realize like, you are understand that people will have to die for you to get that. Yes. Just you, fucking facts. You'd have to use them. It's almost like slavery, you know? It's pretty close. Minimum wage ain't nothing. I mean, when like, slavery was fucking horrible. Yeah. But in many ways, it's just 
more of us are enslaved in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like our lives could be so much better and our world could be so much better if these resources were used more efficiently. That's just yeah. like, that's, and like if you look at it biologically and scientifically, you could argue that using resources most efficiently is like how we should organize ourselves as a society <laughs> and like as a fucking species. To make, like res- to make it last longer. We've like <laughs> the more the more efficiently we have used resources throughout humankind history, like the more advanced and evolved we have become. Whether it was getting more calories from fucking burning our meat and being able to eat it easier, which led us to having bigger brains so we could think more, which it you know became this feedback loop to like being able to harness the power of coal. And then the steam engine, mm-hmm. and then electricity, and then nuclear power, like, all these things. It's just energy more efficiently. And we don't do it. Like, resources more efficiently. And we, it, people hoard them. That's If we looked at it that way, those people hoard shit that they're never going to use, and other people can't use it. Whether it's money, whether it's, you know, oil, whatever. Access to healthcare. Oh, that's, that's the way we got to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, who knew a conversation about Dave Chappelle would lead us to <laughs> examining the entire fucking socioeconomic system of the world, but here we are. That's how we roll, though. <laughs> you know? We're built a little different. S- s- salutes to fucking Dave Chappelle. Exactly. <laughs> My man. <laughs> uh, and I love I love that he still smokes cigarettes and he still tells his jokes because it's just like an uncle or something. Now he's drinking whiskey with it, too. <laughs> yeah. He had a little glass of fucking whiskey with these you know, two. We all have that uncle that's a little lost in the sauce and he just has a cigarette and is like, you know, tequila in my family, you but know? But doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. And just just keeps it real. And uh, definitely the sisters and the moms get a little mad at him, but the kids are laughing hysterically. <laughs> And if you don't if you don't know who that is, then you are that person probably. Because <laughs> you're you're browned out, <laughs> and you don't know what you're saying. But yeah. <laughs> what else happened this week? I think like there's a fucking some cool shit. Yeah. Do you want to do some uh, like world news or just go to the break? Uh, let's. Uh, we can just take a break. Yeah. You have a song of the week this week. Yeah, so straight from across the pond, Gitz. I don't even know how to say his name, but Gitz. <laughs> uh, he came out with a new album. It just dropped uh, what, Friday, I think, or something like that. And uh, he has a lot of uh, like features on there, like Stormzy's in it. But the one I like is Crude, featuring Gigs. Um, so yeah, just listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. Salute. Lumps up without the sum. That sums up all these dumb fucks. Dumb dumbs without the gun. Shouldn't be for above 30. 30. But man, I'm too bloodthirsty. Left that club junk without the rum. Knife work, man's cutting out early. early. Y- y'all know nothing about 30. Talk is cheap. Anyone can outword me. I-, I push man to the max, no mercy. Ah, uh, they keep talking Game of Thrones. But if you look at the stats, I'm Cersei. That's another head, another head gone. You could be right and alive. Or you could be dead wrong We don't hide that unless man's in Croatia We go find out where you live and go later Better mind that I'm as close as your neighbor Clawing a mask, man, no Mr. Vega No bullshit, we don't panic Full clip in the matic Full clip cinematic Caught him in the traffic Old school geeks let him have it ah. 
What's that breeze? Just caught wind of the fassy. When his friend came back, he was a vegetable sandy. What? Ever I ain't letting off right now, it's going on Jezebel scatty. What blood? There's ring off the ting, and then there's decibel happy. That's two different things. The man them are well splashy. Bang, bang, ricochet and ping. Will somebody tell Ashley? Gang, land, everyday and ting. Then I moved out gladly. Hashtag, get away from him. They wanna shoot out badly. Apart from mistakes, what are you made? Couldn't even make Kool-Aid. My girlfriend's preggers right now is ironic out. My birthday is a due date. If I'm out of line, there's a reason my logic ain't Q-based. My new team talking about X-Men. I don't care about X-Men unless they can mutate. I don't, I don't care if it's US or UK. I don't care if it's a do it or crusade. I don't care if it's you, them and Luke Cage. If I slew them, it's doomsday. Same person straight murdered. Then left there, right turned it. When I left there, diverted. I'd, I'd give you dead diversions. Your version of my version. The playback or live version. They want gets back, but the 2000 are live version. Think of a big boy, cause you got a beard. Bullets to make your face look weird. I shan't in the way, man, side burning. Nah, she's still good food, though. Can't tell man about bruise and batter. Can't tell man about boom and scatter. Can't tell man about shoot like caca. Can't tell man about who's that rapper. Them kind of thing make human para. Can't tell man about food and chopper. Been out here since Fubu and Kappa. Baby nine man goo goo gaga. Sting man like Buju and Shabba. All man here is Budo from Baka. Green Gate gang banger. No Subu or blue bandana. J us for the knife. That's Juju and Dada. Eat him up, beat so tasty, gig so rude, yeah, gig so feisty. Pricks get bruised up, hit no safety. Pricks get moved up, bitch don't make me. You, him, her, that bitch don't rape me. You've been acting nervous lately. Dude got Captain murdered, Bailey. Broad day burnt up, slapped up, weighty. Yeah, slapped up, shaky. Wake him up, wakey, wakey. Yeah, big bread, you so bakery. Forgot my weed, so who's gonna lace me? Sticky, blue marijuana, yeah. Lucy and Lana, Martuda banana, and Lara, yeah. sipping Duce with Carla. The man got the power, like I moved him with Lala. Holla got man so nervous, sweet man so worthers, sweeties man so cherbet. Yeah, man just rinsed that mat straight, man flip burgers. Yeah, man got hit nine times, yeah, man got Curtis. And just allow me. About it, about it. Rowdy, rowdy. Nigga don't die me, stylist. No, no one don't style me. Nigga just give me some space, please. No one don't crowd me. Yeah, new innuendo. Parked at the station. Old school, used to Nintendo. Greasy, uno memento. Got that shoot him again though. Boost in a bando. Fuck that boost in a benzo. Big cake for a Hindu. But who be the hendo? And who's got the high grade? But who's got the creme though? Yeah, skirt and a Lamborghini. Yeah, skirt it again, bro. With that Dr. Dre and Easy E. Turn up Lorenzo. Honk, honk. Yeah, H on a honker. Saw me with Swiss beats. Video H on a monster. Yeah, H be the rumper stomper. Yeah, take it and conquer. And man can't respect this you, cause mate, you're a plonker. Living. Man's just living this. Man's so stupid. Man's the silliest. Man's just hideous. Straight Darth Vader hates Darth Sidious. Ah!
shoot, shoot and dada. Can't tell man about bruise and batter. Can't tell man about boom and scatter. Can't tell man about shoot like caca. Can't tell man about who's that rapper. Them kind of thing make human para. Can't tell man about food and chopper. Been out here since Fubu and Kappa. Baby nine man, goo goo gaga. Sting man like Buju and Shabba. All man here is Budo from Baka. Green gate gang banger. No suru or blue bandana. J us for the knife. That's Juju and Daga. All right. That was Caesar's song of the week. It was crude by Getz featuring Giggs. Yeah. And as we were talking in the break, like UK hip hop and R&B has definitely became into they're in their own lane now instead of like back in the day when they just you know they had their grime scene but all the other hip-hop was kind of copying american hip-hop you know they have their own style yeah and it's a beautiful thing and like we were talking about their own their own slang and that's how like they would they would find out our slang as they listen to music so now we you know me i'm like learning their stuff busty busty and i remember when i was uh over there in the uk I was like, oh, that's that's just pretty lush. And they looked at me and they're like, how do you know lush? <laughs> and I was like, I listen to music and I got UK friends, you know, and lush means it's, it's cool. It's tight, you know. And then like, really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like we were saying, like uh, we've been watching this show on Netflix uh, with a British you know, guy and his, his dad that travel around the world. And like sometimes I have no idea what they're talking about because the slang they're using. Yeah. And sometimes their slang, it doesn't make sense why it's called that. It's, no, it's, like just it's, like slang. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, like no connection, really. They're like, oh, we just say it. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> idioms. Like, they just don't translate. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's so good. But, yeah. And he just came out with the album, Pretty Hard Body. He has a song on there with uh, a little, little redhead Ed Sheeran. Or Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran, you know? <laughs> You're like fucking Jesus. You don't know, like, white people's names or anything. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, but uh, but I kill it in French though. Apparently, <laughs> like if I showed you a picture, you it wouldn't be able to pick him out. Like probably not. I should I should do that. We'll just get like random white guys, yeah. like young white famous guys, <laughs> and you won't know any of them. I probably won't. I'll just pull I'll pull them up and be like, "Who's this?" It's you not. Know? It's not. It's not. You know, it's not in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not your lane. Yeah, <laughs> you're not their target audience anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> But uh, I'll definitely pick out some underground UK rappers, though. <laughs> but but yeah, so it's just like and that he has Stormzy on another one, um, things like that. So it's just it's it's a good album. Nice. Mm-hmm. Make sure uh, you guys give it a, a listen. Yeah, and you should listen to UK. I mean, we play a lot of UK hip hop on the show, trying yeah. to show that like uh, some people don't like the accents, but that's part of hip hop. Like mm-hmm. that's what makes it so unique. And what's funny about like. I like to listen to French hip hop, even though I can't understand them. But it just like it's it's like Spanish hip hop. It just it just sounds so flowy, and the cadence is always good. And like the album, the world according to RZA, that one they have a bunch of international hip hop people, and the French one is just always bad. That's what I think is underrated. Like listening to other languages in hip hop when they're rapping, some of them sound like you have to match your style with like the way your language sounds. And I feel like French. And Spanish are like the the they just flow better. Mm-hmm. So you have more like flow like flowy, but like more choppy like Korean and Japanese hip hop because like the language sounds harsher. They yeah. rap hard harsher and yeah, yeah. It's it's tight. 
Linguistics 101. Yeah. From up in the mix. Stabbling in everything <laughs> over here today. Master of nothing. Or, or I like, why not, why not everything? <laughs> I don't know about nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> next up, it is time for the news. World news. You do that sound effect way better than I ever could. I'm glad. In uh, my head, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're listening to uh, CNN or something. Like a, uh, we got a weather a weather break <laughs> from 1944. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans have the crowds on the run. <laughs> They got Hitler. That, that Hitler's a bad egg. We need to do something. A bad egg. <laughs> Slang from 1950s. What do you guys know about that? What? Just flex it. That, that was an odd flex, but what do you know? You know? Uh, I, I know nothing. That's an odd his, historical flex. <laughs> and they sound like so so frantic in their in their news because it, it was like so shocking at the time. Hey, Yankees win World Series. <laughs> Again. Black Sox scandal spreads. Rothstein is indicted. That's uh, from like 1990. What? The New Deal. <laughs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt to become president. Pass New Deal. Challenge Supreme Court laws. We should we should do like a, a, a radio. <laughs> like a, fi- a fireside chat like Franklin Roosevelt used to do. Like yeah. FDR. Or it's just like uh, we get the news crammed into there, but just with that voice the whole time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could do that, but. But you just I shocked to... myself with how well that came out. <laughs> it came out fantastic. So I'm trying to make some money off it. <laughs> Capitalism. Here we go. COVID cases across the United States going down. <laughs> Vaccine rollout continuing to accelerate as Biden administration begins to start working. <laughs> See, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Who knew I had the voice of a middle-aged white man from 1937 in my in my wheelhouse there? Well, now we got another lane now. <laughs> um yeah i could be a voice actor for very specific cartoons <laughs> yeah. uh, black and white mickey mouse ones <laughs> all racist yes shit. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> but covid cases are going down it's mm-hmm. great like they're going down in washoe county they're going down in nevada and they're going down you know in the united states and the world yeah as the vaccine rolls out um so it's a good thing hopefully more and more people are getting the vaccines. So Lisa Rachel, Nick's Rachel, uh, texted me this morning that they were listening to the podcast while they were waiting in line to yeah. get her second shot. So mm-hmm. most teachers, you know, have gotten both shots. They're moving like moving on more and more people. I think uh, it's almost like twenty percent of uh, residents in Washoe County have at least gotten at least one shot. Yeah, my lady got hers. You know, salute the team, money. You got she got hers on Friday. So they're moving along. We're lucky here, and in, in, they just started vaccinating teachers in Colorado last week, and I got my second dose. What like two, three, weeks th- three ago? weeks ago mm-hmm. already. So um, we're ahead of a lot of states, and Washoe County is doing things right because there are scientists in charge instead of fucking politicians. <laughs> and it, and it's just it's just weird to think. You know, scientists, and, but like as a politician, you need to have your squad and your squad. There needs to be a scientist and you need to take their because they're an expert in that area. And that's why you have them there because you can't be an expert it's, of everything. It's like that. someone said they're like, we can land a fucking helicopter on Mars, but you can't get electricity to people in Texas when it fucking snows once. What? And yeah. they're like, that's because scientists are in charge of NASA and Republicans are in charge of Texas. Yeah. And I and I love how they blamed 
Uh, Shit that hasn't happened? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so oh, my God. They, the fucking lies. They, the lies. They, like, they told, like, the national press that it was because something but then they told their they're like yeah it's because we privatized this like, like that decision was made in like 1933 first of all from the bottom of my heart like fuck you people in texas who aren't helping other people like fuck the people in charge that mayor who like made those wild ass claims and had to resign but people have got to start realizing that there are people out there that are so selfish and give no fucks about anyone else and they're in charge in that this is what happens. Like the power grid thing goes back to 1933. They didn't want federal oversight of their power grid. So in the U.S., there are three power grids. There's one for like all everything east of the Mississippi, and then there's one for everything west of the Mississippi, and then there is one for fucking Texas. <laughs> and like part of Texas, like where El Paso is, is on the regional one. So they got power, their power back after like 45 minutes. I bet those people are glad they're not in the rest of And like Texas just wrote a fucking thing to secede from uh, the country. And then like three weeks later, they're like out there asking for fucking federal, federal help. help. <laughs> like nothing sums up the attitude of these fucking idiots. Like that shit right there. Like, bye, bitch. Go. Like, obviously, you like you need us more than we need you. And, like, if there wasn't some really ridiculous thing in Texas's past where the same thing played out when they <laughs> fucking left before and had to come crawling back because they couldn't survive on their own. Like, I mess with Texas. If you don't know, guys, like, fuck Texas. Like, not the people there who are suffering. Yeah. But, like, the general attitude. Like, ah, it's just wild. Like, their attitude is so fucking wild to me. But I'm like, you guys already did this. Like, this is why history is important. Texas left. And tell, they couldn't handle it and had to come back. Tell them about it, Sean, because like I guarantee a lot of the viewers don't know. Like Texas was part of originally part of Mexico, mm -hmm. and then we fabricated a war. Yes, and went to war with them mm -hmm. over it. Like attacked them, then said they attacked us so that we could go fucking take it over yes. and kill them. Took it over, and then Texas left, became their own thing. But start like was like fi fighting Mexico again after that. Couldn't hit like. Won their independence, supposedly, mm -hmm. but then, like, was a failed state, and they couldn't survive, and then, like, had to come back into the Union several years later. Yeah, because then they, they, like, paid people to move to Texas. They paid people so, to move to Texas yeah. because no one wanted to live there because it was so fucking shitty, and guess who went there? It was mostly fucking ex-slaves, immigrants, and the Hispanic, you know, slash indigenous people. Mm -hmm. Who were living there, and then these white people went and took over. But for a while, it was a multi-ethnic place where people kind of got along. But once slavery got there and took hold, that fucked everything up, and it became a super racist place. But like they called themselves Tejanos because mm -hmm. they did not consider themselves to be white or American. Like they considered themselves to be. Texans, Tejanos, mm -hmm. and uh, but like most things that America fucked with in the 1800s, it became uh. super fucking racist <laughs> and terrible, and that's where you are now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, people, you know, people are like, oh, there's no income tax, state income tax. There's no this. There's no that. Well, there's, there's consequences for these things. Yes. You live in a fucking state where no one will help you if things go minorly wrong, like. 
like yes they got 10 inches of snow and like yes it doesn't normally snow there and all these things but the other states around them that also don't get snow and everything didn't have the same problems like Mm -hmm. think about that like they're they're acting like this is some exceptional thing that was unpreventable and couldn't know but half the country like georgia and arkansas and louisiana and other places that never get snow Got also snow. had snow and cold temperatures and yeah. cold temperatures and this thing didn't happen happened because of the failure of leadership so republicans just like to fucking say government doesn't work and then they get into positions of power in government and they need it so bad well they they suck at it and or purposely make it shitty so then when people do need it no it doesn't work and then they can say look it doesn't work but like it doesn't work because you were in charge of it because <laughs> you didn't put the the right things into place it's like me saying like hey your business sucks let me run your business and then i take over your business and make it terrible and do a horrible job running it <laughs> and then be like see this business fucking sucks yeah <laughs> uh, <sighs> anyways yeah moving on fucking ted cruz T- took a vacation and blamed it on the kids <laughs> right uh ted, Cru- ted cruz because he was without power and everything so they like he got caught because he's stupid flying to cancun with his family mm-hmm. to ride out you know <laughs> everything cold. going on <laughs> and got caught lied about it said he was only going there to drop his girls off but then one of his daughter's mm-hmm. friends fucking shared text <laughs> messages showing that that was not the case that mm-hmm. they planned to go there to ride out this was you know the last second thing only done because it was shitty in Texas. And he got caught and had to admit that he is a fucking piece of shit. Meanwhile, the guy he mm-hmm. beat in election for state senator for senator for tech the state of Texas to the US Congress, Beto O'Rourke, who whatever, like he was on he was out there calling seniors and uh organizing uh phone banks to reach out to people to make sure that they knew like they had a place to go if they needed it. Dude, and also salute to like Trey the Truth and Bum B helping everyone they can in Texas. Like I just been watching uh there's their uh, uh stuff on IG and they're just truckloads of like everything to help people. They're like here they like Trey the Truth put a phone number there and he's like, If you really need help, call this number. This number is specifically to get people help. And they're just helping their fellow tech Tejanos, you know? And it goes back to what Chappelle said, your power lies in each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was proven throughout this Texas thing is that when the the state of Texas failed the people because they don't like literally you had pe- like the the former governor saying, you know, Texans would rather freeze to death than have federal regulation and all this bullshit fucking nonsense that they spew. It was they you know, it was people within the community stepping up and helping mm-hmm. each other out and the same time those people might not necessarily help them yeah if the, if the situation was reversed like the shit that 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 former mayor said but like bomani jones made a good point he was like every state in the country has a county where there was a, a mayor who would say some shit like that and it's the the goddamn truth and it's sad mm-hmm. people believe that you know like if sh- bad shit happens to you it's 
that's how selfish we are. They're like, you know what? Sucks to be you. I can't do nothing about it. I got no fucks to give, bro. <laughs> no fucks to give. Yeah. No help in thy neighbor. No. It's yeah. terrible. But that you know, we've seen it all throughout the pandemic. People unwilling to make sacrifices to ensure other people uh, wouldn't die. And they just weren't willing to do it. Yeah, or like even even a little thing like wearing wearing a mask, you know, people was like, oh, that's my civil. I'm like, then you don't know what civil rights are. No. <laughs> it's like you, if wearing a mask is against your civil rights, like so I don't soft. understand. They're so fucking soft. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't have lasted three seconds as any other fucking race. <laughs> uh, no, they're like crying because they can't get a haircut. Oh, it's just, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. In other news, though, in uh, a celebration of Black History Month, Rush Limbaugh decided to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> that Was that a gift? Happy Black History Month to everyone. Rush Limbaugh uh, died. Fuck yeah. that piece of shit. Florida. They say not to speak ill of the dead, uh-huh. but like, I didn't get, that guy doesn't even deserve to, for that fucking, no. Florida governor wants to honor him and give him a medal or something? This guy had a, had a thing on his radio show where he celebrated gay people who had died of AIDS, amongst other terrible shit he said. Like, oh, man. I, like, the shit, like, I remember when the ESPN put him on, I was like, this is bullshit. I'm the, and I, that's when I stopped watching, like, e, like ESPN's football shit. I was like, they they got Rush Limbaugh on here? Fuck this. No more. And then what did he do? Like, less than fucking six months later, said some racist shit and got fired. Fuck that guy. Like, I'm glad he's gone. Um, Yeah, like, that's all I got to say. He par- terrible waste of fucking human life. Like, God damn it. And people followed him like a cult. I know. Fuck you if you like Rush Limbaugh. I saw this one meme where it was like uh, a KKK like rally, like it was a cartoon, right? And he used to he used to wear like a medallion, and they're like, "Pick out Rush Limbaugh." <sighs> the man was a terrible human, terrible piece of shit, mm-hmm. and uh, he's dead. And the world is like, geez, like all you gotta do, all you gotta like in life. <laughs> It's like people shouldn't like your name shouldn't be trending on Twitter and people celebrating your fucking death. Like if you look throughout history, yeah. people whose deaths are celebrated exactly <laughs> right when they die, it's not it's, that's not a fucking Bad club you want to be on. <laughs> people like going in your st- cheering in the streets like a, the fucking Death Star just blew up because you died. Uh. But there's people. There's a lot of people out there in this. In this, I know. They're just like, like oh, like Rush Limbaugh was a voice for millions. Yep, millions of fucking shitty people. <laughs> people. Like, yeah. like, know your fucking enemy. When you see them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, now it's time for some good news, right? Yeah, let's let's change the subject. Good news. So there's been a recent trend. In R and B, there's a lot of duets, and like we've we've noticed too, playing like the little thug and B section all the time. But everyone is collaborating in the R and B section with each other and doing amazing duets. You know, really. So, it, like the most recent example is like Lucky Day and Ari Ari Lennox, um, and they're just kind of like taking taking it from like back like Marvin Gaye back in the day, you know. And then it happened in like the late 2000s, like Usher collaborated with everyone all the time. So it's just like back that resurgence of R&B, a.k.a. the thugging. When beat. you said that, you know what song came into my head? Which one? 
Usher featuring Alicia Keys. That yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My boo. My boo. My boo. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a lot and it's it's awesome because I love me a good duet. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. So I just it's just it's a good waiver on and we just need to keep it. You should have played one for your song of the week. Yeah, but no, I went over the pond. <laughs> what are you going to do? Go back in time. Or we'll play one next week. I don't know. We'll do something on the radio show next week, so listen to it. Listen for it. Yeah. We'll do a bunch of duets. But it, it's it's awesome because I've noticed it a lot when we you know pick our fucking B songs. It's usually you know a duet instead of just one person. You know, It's been a lot of good things. So just like... Murder, Ja Rule, fucking in the background that's, with Ashanti singing beautifully. It's it's like two people singing together. Yeah, that's Sean's favorite rapper, Ja Rule. <laughs> what does Ja think? What the fuck does Ja think about this? Yeah, Sean and Fifty Cent have the same. Salute to Ja Rule for being. Salute to Ja Rule for being uh, relevant in 2021, though. Like people were out there fucking interviewing Ja Rule about the GME shit with the stock market. And people are like, wait. Why does why do we want his opinion? You guys are asking what Ja thinks? Didn't fucking Chappelle make fun of this like 20 years ago? Yes, yes. And here we are. He's a fucking he's a Chappelle's a genius. He predicted this. Something happened in the world and people were like, we need to get Ja Rule's fucking opinion on this. Like I never thought I would see the day, especially after the whole Firefly thing, where Ja Rule would be sitting, being interviewed by actual newscasters about something, and it wasn't like him fucking up. I mean, I guess he might have lost money on it, but they wanted his honest opinion on something that mattered. And fucking CNN, just or MSNBC, whoever it was, just, man, you guys got host. Like, you should have fucking called up 50 Cent. He could have told you what was up with that guy. Yeah, because 50 Cent's about his money, so he knows. And Ja Rule's sus as fuck. Or interviewed us, at least. I feel we have way more. I feel like I would get along with 50 Cent just for, for our mutual hatred of Ja Rule. 50, the best troller on the internet, I feel, is 50 Cent. Uh, yeah. Dude I, I, dude, I just still love it. He went on Groupon and bought... <laughs> He bought the, he bought the front row of Ja Rule's like the show. The pettiest shit ever. Fifty Cent, salute to you, Fifty. <laughs> so no, salute for those of you listening, he did that so no one would be at the show. Yeah, so it would he look like he spent money just to buy tickets and not use them like fucking TikTokers did to Trump. And it was on Groupon too. His tickets were on Groupon. <laughs> And 50 just bought, like, the first three or four rows, so it would look empty. There's so many levels to this shit. 50 Cent. He's also a good Thug and B guy as well. So. And Ja Rule, just what a character. Like, I feel like, you know, I don't wish ill will upon him, because he just he's, he's entertaining in a very weird way. I don't like him, but... <laughs> but you'll watch his interview on the stock market? <laughs> just be like, oh, what a time to be alive. Ja Rule's, ja Rule's interview was de- Ja Rule's opinion was deemed fucking valuable by by decision makers. <laughs> fucking white people, man. They probably they probably love that. They the they probably just listened to Ashanti's and their song, and that's why. They probably watched that Firefly documentary and were like, oh, they probably had tickets to the Firefly Fest. Because <laughs> they were like, oh, that was a good idea. So uh, Ja Rule did was involved with that, and that obviously wasn't a fucking disaster. So <laughs> Let's see what he has to think about this GME stock thing. Oh, and it man. was like after it was over and shit too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Yeah. 
Salutes to fucking the booker on that show that was like, we'll get Ja Rule. We'll get Ja Rule. He'll, he'll fucking, he'll break it down for the average person out there. Whoever booked it, their their assistant is probably like 23 years old, right? They were probably like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's going to be good. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. It, no, it's going to be great. And good the, TV. And the assistant was like, well, you, what's Actually, I have to say something. I didn't watch the interview. Why the fuck would I watch that shit? I wouldn't spend three minutes on my lunchtime on YouTube to watch that shit. I just saw it, and the fact that it existed was fucking enough. I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> my time's too valuable. I didn't even know it existed, so, you know, until you said something. Uh, in other news, uh, Wu Tang, the, the second season of the Wu Tang saga on yes. uh, Hulu, uh, is going to focus on the making of Enter the 36 Chambers. Mm-hmm. Very, very important album in our lives. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as we sit here in this room. <laughs> yes. um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait. That show is great if you haven't watched it on mm-hmm. Hulu. You know, it's only like 10 episodes that kind of shows how they all met and came together. And he talked about how they're going to introduce you, God, in this season. So I'm excited. I posted that article in Boogie Down Book Club. And then Sluice the Marshal, he posted it like four hours later. <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, the internet's hard to use, people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just so influ- influential, very gritty. Yeah, just Wu-Tang forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, uh, I think it's time we'll do my song of the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Atmosphere has a new album out, and uh, one of the songs on it, uh, like I listened to the whole album. Uh, this was a while ago, but I was like, ooh, I'll write this down as a song of the week at some point. And the name of the song is God's Bathroom Floor. And of course, it's Classic Slug in his great storytelling mode with Ant on the production. Uh, uh, and it's, you know, uh, the thing I like about him We'll talk more about this after the break, but like as he's grown up, his stories and then like what he talks about in his raps have, have matured and changed as he has. So he's been around 20 years. He used to talk about like puking in bathroom floors and random <laughs> bars, and yeah. now he's talking about real shit, mm-hmm. which, you know, for someone his age and our age, we should. So yeah. listen and enjoy. Salute. On the floor from the life in my veins From my head full of pressure Rest the senses that I clutched Made a date with divinity But she wouldn't let me fuck I got touched by a hazy shade of God Help me change Caught a rush on the floor From the life in my veins It goes one for the cannabis And two for your Dianetics Three for the reasoning And four for those that try to get it And five for your love And six for the stress And seven for the day That I climbed into this mess From a head full of pressure Rest the senses that 
I made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. And I got touched by a shader, help me, and caught a brush on the floor from the life in my face. I'm catching ulcers from the childproof lighters and all of these fine tooth fighters that keep the wires in my head tighter. I'm tired out by the distances achieved walking in my sleep. Thoughts got shifted since the high. I got a tad too deep, ass dad to keep cool. I call him back soon as I resume normal and get out of this bathroom. And call management to seek some reimbursement for the nerve endings that burn from the first hits. From a head full of pressure as the senses that I clutched made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. I got touched by a hazy shade of God, helped me change, caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. Head full of pressure as the senses that I clutched made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. And I got touched by a hazy shade of God, helped me change, caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. So fuck needles, fuck smoke, fuck lines that make the sinus choke, fuck chases, trails, fuck waves and rails, fuck hangovers, fuck hallucinations, regurgitations, mandatory sentences, and you wait tracing blind my insight and all the common sense, give me inhibition, kill the superstition and the confidence, built a tolerance, now it's more that I consume, and when it pours up my room, the world's whores will croon, in unison, unify the eulogy, autopsy pages read euthanasia, i.e. irony, well here I be, within a pool of my drool, sedated windows, dilated, comatose, life overdose, tell Jacob I Keep it wild style. I promise I'll smile and check the floor. God's got nice towel. Tell Jake Miles keep that shit wild style and I'll smile and check the floor. God's got nice towel. From my head full of pressure as the senses that I clutched made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. And I got touched by a hazy shade of God. Help me change. Caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. From my head full of pressure as the senses that I clutched. I made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. And I got touched by a hazy shade of God. God help me change. and caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. Head, pressure, senses, clutch, date, divinity, wouldn't, fuck, touched, hazy, God, change, rush, floor, life. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was God's Bathroom Floor by Atmosphere. Yeah, like I said, um, like never before released song. I think it might be off one of his super old mixtapes or something, but uh, great, uh, just introspective, talking about the trials and tribulations of life. Yeah, and what's awesome, like you said, he's grown his stories of, you know, it's like Jay-Z, like... They're not any good artist. Yeah, they're not like rapping about what, you know, like a twenty year old does or twenty three now is just, you know, maybe looking back on those times, um, if they do talk about it and see how they've grown from it. So why boy bands always break up. <clears throat> it's like like certain punk bands, like mm-hmm. you can't like Green Day does is has changed, but like think of like Blink one eighty two. Like you listen to their songs at a time in life when it relates to you can relate to it and it's great, but you shouldn't be able to relate to the same type of song when you're 20 as when you were fucking, or when 40, you're 40 yeah. was when you were 20, you know? Yeah, you just like maybe reminisce about it or like learning your lessons from there, but yeah. And, and, and for all of you people out there who listen to whatever form of music, specifically hip hop, like 
hip hop is young people's music. And if you don't fuck with it, it's because you're not 19. <laughs> like you're 45. Why? Like it's going to be harder for you to relate to a genre of music that is driven by like people under the age of 25. Mm-hmm. Chill the fuck out. Like, you're just old. You're out of touch. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's hot in the streets. Definitely not. And you're just going to talk shit about it. It makes me so, like, I just laugh so hard. And, like, they're doing the same shit that was done 20, 30 years ago. It's just updated for the current times. Yeah, like when rock and roll came at first, and it was like, oh, these young kids, these young whippersnappers. It's just something I see on a daily. (laughs) And I'm just like, people, like, you're... People are like so, especially people around our age. You're they're so oblivious to the fact that like you've moved on from what is it, yeah, and you don't know what it is anymore, yeah, and that is okay. That's what happens. But like you can't get angry, like yell at the world because things have changed. Yeah, that's what happens. You have a family, you have kids. Like your life, you you grow up, you start adulting, and it's just it's different from you know <laughs> like pop culture and like yeah. popular music. Pop music is not your bag. It's not <laughs> your lane, and you're not in that lane. <laughs> you have to realize like, they just don't realize it. No, know thyself. Like who the fuck is the weekend? Why is this dude uh, <laughs> on the Super Bowl? You mean the dude whose top five songs have five billion fucking streams? <laughs> like you don't know. Like that's on you, not him. Like. <laughs> He's like, doing do you great. Think, yeah, He's doing do you think great. maybe the people who deter- like determine this, who are half your age, mm. like might know something more? I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like, like, who were you uh. fucking expecting, Snoop Dogg? Snoopaloop. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just it's like, Usher? Did you think Usher was going to play? Yeah, it's just funny to me because as a teacher like who works with teenagers, <laughs> like I'm constantly, it's in my face, reminded about it. And I, I just had to learn a long time ago, like, they're, you know, ultimately they're very similar to how we were. Mm-hmm. It's just that the times have changed. Yes. Like, it's not 1995, it's 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, people aren't bragging about getting pagers. You know, they've got a computer in their pocket. Or the new sidekick. I remember the sidekick. I wanted one, but never got one. Yeah, like, it's okay. Everything has a time and place, and you're not it. Like, you can, you know, just learn and appreciate the, appreciate, don't hate. <laughs> my god damn ah. just how quickly people just lose like it, and this happens every generation it just amazes me that this day and age that people who should be so savvy aren't and they don't realize it like damn especially really. now with the internet you, exactly you could any genre of music you could listen to whatever your lane is don't just like you know don't hit on rock and roll and yeah. hip-hop you know you're just old yeah. Like you're not <laughs> listen to grass. You don't have a very good opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like based on anything. It's just based on your experience, and your mm-hmm. experience is limited, which makes your opinion fucking limited. <laughs> so maybe shut the fuck up. Yes, and just you know, <laughs> embrace and let let people do their thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how we start talking about that. I don't know, just hip hop in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Wu Tang's for the babies. <sighs> Always. Um, do do you want to have? Can you think of questions to ask each other real quick, or do you want to go to this week in racism? Ah, let's go to this week in racism. All right, all right. So this happened September of last year, so 2020. So a black man shot for jaywalking in San Clemente, California. But what 
recently happened was the videos were recently released. I saw that. So what I didn't I, watch the video because I can't anymore. But it's just it was tough. Like even so, there's obviously two cops in the cop car, and you see the video of them in the cop car, and they're talking. And the guy's like, "Oh, he's about to jaywalk," and the and the other deputy's like, "Don't make a case of it or something like that," you know. And he's like, "I'm not doing that." And then he just like, and there's this dude, I think he's like leaving the liquor store or something. Might have, you know, he might have jaywalked. It's hard to tell in the video. He's kind of like in the distance. But they got him and they stopped him. And the guy's like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, you're, you're jaywalking. He's like, I'm on the sidewalk walking, you know? And then even, even the other cop was just kind of like trying like not to make an issue of it. And the other guy did. And then they started wrestling and one cop is like, he has my gun. He has my gun. And the next thing you hear is two pops. The guy, they killed the guy. They, they killed him for jaywalking. And there's like another angle too. There's a, a some a cell phone from a car like across the street. And you could see them wrestling on that one. For jaywalking. Jaywalking. And supposedly <clears throat> in the article, it says like he also, he complained uh to the police department that his uh fourth and i forgot what other rights were uh, violated so maybe that could have been something else too you know that you know the other cops knew about that too so who knows but it's just sad to see just for like jaywalking you know and like obviously we've all jaywalked mm mm-hmm and, like, if you're not endangering yourself, like, who care? Like, it's one of those laws that's there for public safety. It's, it's not even, like, a – like, it's not like it's a criminal fucking act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this guy ends up shot because of it. Yeah. And, like, I think they were in the parking lot probably watching for speeders probably. They were, like, you know, that Your was – tax dollars at work. Just, yeah. Uh, enforcing – I mean – Yeah, and there were cops that were there. To, they're there to help homeless people. Um they're liaisons of, you know, for homelessness or something like that out there. And so, you know, they could have been watching that or for speeders or something. But jaywalking, like to even bother somebody about it, how, like or catch a speeder instead because that's way more dangerous. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Like, it's just ridiculous at this point. Mm-hmm. People would be like, he deserved it. Just comply. Just comply. Fuck you. There's another one, too, in New York. This guy got punched 11 times in the face. So supposedly he was smoking in um, in the subway, and that's illegal. So uh, the cops came. It was like four of them. I guess he, like, blew smoke or spit in a cop's face, and he hit another cop. But then four cops came, and they dragged him to the ground, and he wasn't complying. And one of the cops just like, as three other guys held him down, one guy was just punching him in the face like 11 times. I mean, I kind of expect that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, like, when you hear something like that, you're like, well, I guess at least they didn't shoot him. Uh, that shit's it's, been... it's still bad though <coughs> yeah you know? that's, like, but like that's how they got us thinking now yeah this shit's been going on for so long you're like well i mean they didn't be- they didn't kill him they just beat him up yeah and like there's people out there thinking like yeah they, they, what does he expect uh he respects them to fucking follow the law because they are like you're there a cop to upheld the law you know and he got what he deserved 
Really? Is that what the cops are supposed to do? Yeah. I didn't know that they were fucking Judge Jury. Judge Dredd over here. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just me. Are they fucking Jedi? Mm-hmm. They can just dispose fucking justice as they see fit? <laughs> or are they just supposed to fucking enforce it? Force the law mm-hmm. as to the letter of the law. Because mm-hmm. I'm confused. I thought we I thought this was America. <laughs> I thought this was America. That's how it's gonna be, Judge Dredd in the future. It already is. It's been Judge Dredd's for fucking 150 years for fucking colored people. When are we going to get those flying motorcycles? It's funny. We were talking about that. <laughs> we were like, people have fucked up this. These Republicans have fucked up this country so much by like their backward ideas and shit. They're like, if we had just been left in charge for a while, like we'd have fucking flying cars and shit by now. Yeah, solar-powered cars. Instead, we're like arguing over like rights for women and fucking whether... Gay people can get married or like whether cops can just indiscriminately murder black people. The same shit that we've been arguing about for like 150 years. We're too busy with that. We can't even have like fucking nice things. Because I would love a hoverboard. I mean, I don't even need flying cars. Can't we just get like non-polluting cars that have like way more energy and run more efficiently than the ones we have now? Yeah. They don't need to fly. How about they're just like purely electric and we just have that and they're cheap and whatever. (laughs) Like why are cars getting more expensive, but like every other kind of technology is getting less? It's crazy because like especially trucks. Like the cheapest truck is like. like why are you buying like a fifty thousand dollar fucking truck mm-hmm. when you don't even like work? Do in truck a job? things. <laughs> Do truck things. Yeah. Every time I see someone that drives like a seventy five thousand, like one of those crazy ass trucks, I'm like, why do you need that? You could have had a Mercedes. You like how often <laughs> a BMW? How often is, do you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I have this truck today? How like how often? Three times a year. <laughs> to help your friend move. Because like. The days where I'm like, damn, I wish I had a truck is like three once time. a year. <laughs> once every three years when I move. <laughs> like, oh, it'd yeah. be nice if I had a truck. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't have a job that requires one. Like, yeah. if you have a job, you, you know, whatever yeah. that you, you need a truck, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. Utility vehicle. <laughs> it's like driving a race car. If you don't have a small penis, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's a sports it, car. No, it's funny because like uh, in San Francisco, you'll when you see like a Lambo driving in the city and stuff, I'm like, that's probably the worst car to drive in the city because you can't even go over 35 miles an hour and it's stop and go, Second stop gear and all go. The time. It might only be first gear <laughs> in a sports car like that, and it's so stiff and like. All the hills and shit. And, yeah, you're trying and, to like, and I'm like, yo, you're not just, stall on yes. the, at a stop sign. And like, and they're hard to drive if you don't have an automatic. Like the clutch is different, uh, things like that. And it's just like, I'm like, you guys are probably having a miserable time driving this Lambo, and it's like super stiff because it's performance. It's just such an unnecessary flex. Yeah. There's so many more efficient ways to mm-hmm. flex. Efficiency is yeah. a theme today, people. <laughs> Whether you're flexing or powering a power grid, you need maximum efficiency. And it helps out everybody. By up in the mix. <laughs> we need to have the the star from uh, <laughs> Reading Rainbow. You know? <laughs> Be efficient in your life. Yeah. Whether you're flexible. Or you, like I was thinking, like how how rich would you have to be to buy something ridiculous like a Lamborghini? And my, the answer was no amount. I would I would like <laughs> like if I could rent one and go drive on a racetrack or something. That'd be cool. 
but I'm not going to, like, why would I own that to drive? I'm just driving to the store. As, as your daily? Nothing screams like I'm a fucking asshole of humanity. You're like, oh, I'm just going to drive this Lamborghini to the grocery store. Yeah. Just, I would feel so fucking ridiculous. That's why you get a Porsche as your daily, because it's, uh, it's a good for a daily driver. Yeah, maybe a Porsche. I mean, I'd get, like, a nice four-door, like, Maserati or something. <laughs> something understated, but classy. Uh, like me. <laughs> uh, all right. No. You laughed a little too hard. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Well, uh, next up we have our fuck boy fuck of the week. Boy, boy. And our fuck boy of the week is actually a woman. Uh, this woman in Florida. Fuck person. Uh, was, yeah, we're gender neutral term. It's just, it's not a gendered term here. Mm-hmm. Uh, fu- she... The FBI called her and left a message uh, asking her about her whereabouts on January 6th and uh, the details of her trip to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So she, like, she got, again, when keeping it real goes wrong, got super fucked up, like, had a bottle of, like, Fire Jack and posted to, like, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram this tirade where she's like, fuck you. Like, you fuck FBI, like, obviously you don't know where I am because you had to call me and ask, but if you come here and you try and do anything to me, I'm American, I know my rights, and I'll fucking shoot you. This, like, (laughs) wild-ass fucking tirade, and uh, I sent you the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, Mike sent it to me and was like, do you guys realize how fast if, like, Sean said some wild shit like this, there'd be fucking flashbangs (laughs) going through his dining room window? During the video, probably. (laughs) They'd be ready. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. We'll do a follow-up. It's an inevitable fucking story (laughs) that comes from when when they do fucking arrest her, and she's sitting in front of the judge, like... Uh, I was drunk, or I was, you know, the typical fucking white people and she's uh, gonna excuses. Cry. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> nope. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I yeah. can't wait. And if they nothing happens, then, you know, it's just another day with fucking white privilege. <laughs> it's another day in life. It's another day in America. Yeah. They get away with murder all the time. So she's our Literally. fuck boy of the week. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's a Florida woman. Yeah. She's like, I know my rights. I know my rights. I know my First Amendment right to free speech and my Second Amendment right to own a gun. But do you know your third? Okay. I mean, you're paraphrasing. Yeah, we'll let her. She's paraphrasing. She's spitballing. (laughs) (laughs) She left her fucking, uh, she left her uh, Bill of Rights at home that day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, I think, I think that's it. For this week. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Mm-hmm. And now you could watch Dave Chappelle. It's been approved. Go, yeah. It's on Netflix. First of all, watch his specials on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're on the Netflix. Uh, you, or, I'm sorry. Watch his specials on YouTube on the Netflix YouTube account. It's called Netflix is a Joke. Mm-hmm. Watch those two specials because they're not available anywhere else. He has other specials on Netflix that are hilarious. And then uh, Phil, watch Chappelle show guilt free on whatever streaming platform you did because they paid him yes. his money. How everything should be. Exactly. So until next time, make sure you check us out on uh, every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 977 Kwink or kwinkradio.org for Up in the Mix Radio where we play nothing but the best in hip hop. Yeah. So this is Della Photo uh, signing off. 
to the next to the next episode. This is Sean saying peace and be efficient. Salud. Peace.